This episode is brought to you by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. nostalgia critic guy remember it so you don't have to before iron man before twilight before hunger games and before whatever the hell tim robbins is doing there was after jumanji but before jumanji zathor released in 2005 zathor was a pretty big flop at the box office but it's gaining a little bit of a following over Many called it Jumanji in space, as it was based on the book by the same author and focused on a board game that came to life when you play it. Director John Favreau, though, didn't want any connection to that film as he wasn't a particular fan of it. And I'll be honest, that's kind of what kept me away from it. Jumanji was fine, I guess, for what it was, and this didn't look bad, but it didn't look like anything that different either. Say what you will about the other Jumanji spinoff, but it was a different enough setup to introduce some fun new ideas. The one after is where they do the same shit again. It also didn't help that it was released between two other kids' releases and one of them had a touch more of a following than Shumanji. Still, I've heard people say they look back fondly on this, and with so many interesting people and effects involved, I probably should give it a chance. So buckle up in your... house? Yeah, way ahead of you. We're gonna see if this film deserves the lackluster box office it got. This is... not Jumanji, but Jumanjish Zathura. The movie opens with, honestly, a pretty cool intro, with great music and energy inviting you to pull its finger to adventure. Afterwards, we cut to Walter and Danny, played by Jonah Bobo and Josh Hutcherson. You got it this time. No, oh, this would be different if we were in space! Tim Robbins plays their dad, who's obviously very laxed about profanity. Dodgers win! You're such a dick! Hey, I don't think you can say that on here anymore. This PG movie might be too intense for YouTube! You're a very special kid. That's what people say when they can't think of anything. Okay, you're a dumb kid, feel better. Actually, the talk between these two is kind of sweet, and honestly, I buy them as a family very quickly. Robin says the overworked divorced father and the brother struggling to get along without killing each other. It's not a problem. You break all my stuff, can't catch a ball. That's enough. And nobody That's wants you around. You enough. Shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, the work world in 2020. The father has to leave to make printouts, so he asks their sister Lisa, played by Kristen Stewart, to look after them. Keep your eye on them, make sure they don't burn down the house, all right? Dad, okay! Fifteen minutes, just close the door! I wish I was staying with Mom in her panic room! While she continues to sleep, the brothers fight between watching Spongebob and watching SportsCenter. Can we watch Spongebob? No. You used to like it. Times change. Unless you become a YouTuber. Then that won't be pathetic, it'll be pathetic with an audience. They get in a fight, and Walter uses the dumbwaiter to lower Danny into the basement, where he, of course, discovers the game. Will you play with me? No. I won't cheat. Yeah, you will. You know, I'll just say it. Everyone's so good and believable, it's almost a bummer when you remember, oh yeah, they go into space. I think I might actually prefer them trying to survive each other than survive aliens. I am TikTok, the Royal Army of Oz. 
The game seems pretty advanced, though they don't yet know how advanced, as the card says, prepare for a meteor shower, and that's exactly what occurs. Huh, sounds like meteors. Eh, whatever. 2005 ban, take me away. The shower stops, and they find they're in the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space! Okay, kid, I don't care if you're in the fourth grade or too cool for school or something. That's space! How about a gasp or something? Guess we're working with that! They wake up Lisa and try to show her what's going on with the game, but accidentally put her in a cryonic freeze. And like that, Stephanie Meyer saw this moment and said, That's the amount of range I want for Bella Swan. Say the thing. I was frozen! The thing was today. said. So Walter tries to melt her out, and I love not only the method he tries to use, but the question, how does he know that method to begin with? Gotta keep playing. They figure the only way to set things right is to continue the game. Your robot is defective. What does that mean? Oh, one of mom's leftover vibrators is out of batteries. I have questions. You will get no answers. The robot appears to be tiny and responds to pretty funny data slang. What does it do? Anything I want. Give me a juice box, biatch. Wanna hear what else I hear from Chappelle's show? <laughs> but they grow up so fast and decide a random killing is in order. Emergency, alien life form must destroy. Is it weird he sounds like a slow down Fozzie Bear? We'll check the credits later, just run! <laughs> Jesus, the scream killer is less clumsy. Danny takes his turn, and they start getting sucked into a star. But they just get away from it. Yeah, I guess the space current lured them away. I don't know, it's the same force that randomly pulled George Clooney in gravity. Space just eats people when it wants. Hey, careful, the internet needs to hate that for five or so years. Danny says he's afraid to keep playing, so he makes macaroni and cheese. Classic coping mechanism. You treat me like everything's my fault. He also wants Walter to be nicer to him if he wants him to keep playing and get home. I want you not to be mean to me, not ignore me, and want you to treat me like your brother. But that's a contradiction. Being a brother means doing all those things. Watch. Hello? <coughs> but how? Gotta find the code, gotta find the code! That's right, I'm spending all this time and energy trying to find a coupon code. It's such a hassle, a mind-bending hassle! But I won't have to anymore, cause I'm getting Honey. Thanks to Honey manually searching for coupon codes as a thing of the past, Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it finds for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Honey actually helped me get a tablet that went from $149 to just $99. It's so convenient, it's so convenient, it's crazy convenient! But I'm not crazy. Though you'll think these prices are, but they're not. They're just Honey. It's fast and easy to use. And Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out! And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash nostalgia. 
That's joinhoney.com slash nostalgia. Get it and start saving money today. Now on to the next code to crack. Who killed... Check out Doug playing Miles Morales every Friday on Twitch. We also have content here five days a week. Hope to see you there. So Danny takes his turn and the card says they'll be visited by Zargons. I don't think it's bad. Just visitors. Yeah, it's such an inviting word. I was gonna have dinner with the Decepticons later. Maybe they're friendly. Stop being wrong! They try hiding in the fireplace, but funny enough, it's full of fire. And Danny's turn reveals a stranded astronaut, played by Dak Shepard. Gotta admit, that entrance is pretty badass. It's like you got a pretty serious organ problem. We're gonna hide the house. Or I'm not Zach Braff being carved into Zach Levi. Now get the pilot light on the furnace. Walter's told to turn the pilot light out, but he only turns down the heat because the robot is still down there. That's that snap couch. Kid, everything either has flaming asteroid or frozen steward on it. Preserved condition isn't a thing anymore. You wanna help me get this out of here? That's the most uninviting invitation I've seen to anything in some time. They push the flaming couch out and the Zargons chase after the heat. The astronaut raids the fridge and says he has a good reason for being hungry. A wormhole, about yay big. You try squeezing through there and tell me you're not hungry enough to eat a carpet shark. Well, maybe in the porno parodies of Thor- Ah. Uh. It's a little weird he shows he has a card from the game, yet the kids never question it like he might have played the game before. Instead, Walter tries to kick him out because he feels he's taking up resources. You burn our couch and now he's eating all our food, you call that helping? Dude literally saved your ass! The only resource you would have would be floating out your frozen sister if it wasn't for him! You can stay. They let him stay, but in a move I can't figure out is brilliant or obnoxious. The kids act ten times more bratty when an adult's around. Such okay. a baby. Hey, slow, a baby. slow down, yes, slow you're down. A baby. I'm not a baby! You're a baby! Everybody is a baby! I'm not a you know, let me do some calculations here. Yes, I hate this. They eventually calm down, but the game accuses one of them of cheating and yeets him out of the movie. I could celebrate with a Spongebob marathon! You grab it and I'll pull you down! You sure that's the kid you want to kill off movie? The astronaut jetpacks his way to save him and they try again to play. After five turns though, Lisa is thawed out and turns up the heat. I guess the quiet of space is just an expression because none of them hear her crank up the stereo while she showers. Nine. Good roll. Nine's a great roll. I meant great. Of course, as it looks like they're getting closer to the end, they decide to argue once more, in a way that really doesn't feel organic as it did in the beginning. I hope you win. It's because you never win at anything, Danny. It wasn't my fault! This is all your fault! Everything's your fault! It's your fault Mom and Dad got divorced! Where'd that come from? I'm not saying he couldn't be thinking that or anything, but it's just kind of tossed in suddenly. It'd be like if near the end of Ghostbusters they said, See you on the other side, Ray. I blame you that I never got married! shooting star passes, meaning Walter gets a wish, and the astronaut thinks he wished his brother away. Danny! Leave him alone! He doesn't, of course, and if you're thinking, man, that would have been stupid, he instead wishes for a football. Yeah, a football. Why'd you wish for a football? You could've just wished the game over! Why'd you wish for a football? You could've just wished the game over. I was under a lot of pressure! 
He was yelling at me! Yeah, I think I reached the point where the film got dumb. Would any kid watching this, literally any kid, think, oh yeah, pressure would have caused me to wish for a football instead of escaping intergalactic what the Jesus Christ? Okay, guys. <clears throat> the astronaut reveals that he used to play the game. No. <laughs> no. No. And he had a brother he always argued with too, and he wished him away when it got to the shooting star. And then I landed on the star space. I wish that my brother had never been born. Yeah, was I really praising this film for having believable characters earlier? I mean, yeah, it's clear what the lesson is, but it's so clear it overshadows any plausibility these dumbasses might have had. He doesn't even act like someone who lost his brother. Like, this is a dude who has to come to grips with essentially murdering his own kin, and he treats it like he misread a map. As soon as I did it, I felt horrible. I could, I could land on another star space and, and wish him back, but the game wouldn't let me. No, I really should have turned left at the brother killing star of death, not right. There are some games you can't play alone. Well, the one hand waltz. How do you know what that is? The Zargons take their living room, which had the board game in it, and they try starting a fire to get them back, but Lisa puts it out. I kind of love this line is so bad, it could only be delivered in the strange way Shepard does. Who the hell are you? The astronaut. From the game we're in. All that's missing is Kevin McAllister saying, The Father. What is that? What's going on? Where are we? Somebody please talk to me right now! The Zargons do come back, and I will admit, it's nice seeing Stuart for once really go over the top. It legit looks like she's having fun screaming like Winona Ryder seeing Edward Scissorhands in her bed. Stay with us, and everything will be okay. I'll never leave you. Yeah, post it. You knew it was coming. Speaking of which... He obviously feels very protective over me. I feel very protective of you. What can you say? She has a type! The astronaut goes to get the game while the others wait in the closet, but he comes back saying he couldn't get it. The game was right there. It was right across from the furnace. I couldn't get it. There's too many of them down there. They're all over the basement. Wow. Might have actually been cool if we followed him trying to get the game and saw all the stuff he's talking about. No joke, I just assume like he was taken over by the lizards or he was a fake version of him or something because why would they just not show that? They show the set later, they show the lizard creatures, why did we spend the whole time in the closet? Oh wait, this is David Kep, classic tell don't show. You ready to do this? I'm ready. They decide to lower Danny down through the dumb waiter, but one of the Zardons sneaks up on him. Thank God he likes to turn around mid-staircase and not inspect radio sounds he hears so they don't get caught. Oh yeah, he doesn't hear that either. They really are the cyclos of embarrassing space threats, aren't they? They're back. Oh wait, he's back. Guess he disuspects something, which is why he's going slower this time, giving our heroes time to run and tie off the dumbwaiter. Do you think you're doing, like, the raptor in the kitchen scene? Because those were wild animals. These look like henchmen from Donkey Kong Country if they fell into black licorice. Nothing about this is logical or suspenseful. <laughs> Danny steps on alien splooge and discovers a bunch of goats. Whoa, wait, I was just kidding. I didn't really think it was alien splooge. What do they do on this ship? And he tries to get the game. I do give a little credit they actually built these creatures. I think it would have been pretty easy just to CG them. I mean, with some of 2005's effects, that would have looked like, well, again, the minions from Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> with that said, the CG robot is here to save the day as he's now repaired and on the good side. Where's Lisa? Lisa! 
is upstairs. Okay, it's cool you kicked ass in a scene, but I'm sorry, if your 100 pound body pushed a piano, my 190 pound body is spinning it on my finger. They try finishing the game, and it looks like Walter gets a second shooting star card. Thanks for helping us out. You know, the astronaut's idea wasn't bad. Maybe I will wish my brother away. No, it's the opposite. He wishes the astronaut got his brother back. And wouldn't you know it, it turns out the astronaut was Walter the whole time. <laughs> Wait, what? It's Walter, I'm your brother. Okay, truth be told, I did suspect something like this was going on, like one of them was the brother or something, but I thought, you know, they'd give an explanation on how this happened. But no, that's literally all we get. I'm older, but I'm him. There's no mention of time travel or wormholes or anything like that. It's just, I'm you and I'm happy now. And he literally disappears. You did better than I did. Thanks. You do know science fiction needs a little science, right? I thought you were dead. Nope. It does lead to this pretty funny scene though. He was me. Oh my God. And I wanted to. Is it really any worse than all the imprinting drama you went through? I'm sorry, I just watched all these movies again. I'm still getting a little bit out. The Zargons come back to attack again because, you know, they're such interesting villains, we have to have more. But Danny ends up winning the game. This reveals that there is, in fact, a black hole and they all get sucked into it. There better be a Maximilian robot standing over hell in there or else this just isn't gonna make sense. Once they're sucked in, they're put back home as if nothing ever happened. As you'd imagine, the brothers get along better, they go see their off-screen mother, Maris, and the movie ends. And that was Sathura. It's not bad, but uh, not that good either. In a sense, it is what I thought it would be, a generic space adventure. What annoys me though is that it tricked me early on into thinking it was gonna be something more. I really like the family dynamic early on. The actors are all really good and I wanna see them interact off each other. Strangely though, things go downhill when they enter space. That's so odd. It looks cool and the money is clearly on screen, but everything they encounter is all stuff we've seen in other movies, including the one this is a spinoff from. There's nothing really new or that imaginative. But honestly, even that would be passable for a kid's movie if they didn't make so many weird choices with the characters and just straight up not explain them half the time. I don't care how old these kids are, they would be smarter, more observant, and ask questions. Like I imagine most of the kids watching this would. But on that note, I do like these actors and it is a neat enough idea, so I guess I'm on the fence. What are your thoughts? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you grow up with it? Did you discover it years later? Do you think it should get a following or do you think it's not worth it? My take? I guess it's an okay way to waste an hour and a half, but if you're looking for a sci-fi adventure kids and adults will see as a classic for years, you're wishing upon the wrong star. I'm a nostalgia critic, I remember it, so you don't have to. Give me a juice box, biatch. We're still doing cameos for charity, and this month we're doing Code Angels. This one was actually starred by a friend of mine several years ago. Code Angels buys new warm winter clothing for Chicago's children in need. It's helped over 4,000 kids, but that's only a fraction of how many more still need help. Even though it's February, winter still gets crazy cold around here. We actually just had snow a few days ago and so many children deserve to feel warm and you can help them out with that. 
So if you want a video of me saying happy birthday or good luck or whatever, click on the link below and be giving to a good cause. And even if you're like, no, I hate your face, well, consider giving to this charity anyway. It's a wonderful organization doing wonderful things. Check them out when you get a chance and see all the incredible things they accomplish.